When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thirteen p.m. in the East, streaming live on Pride48.com. It's time for the mix. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? You're right. It needs to be cold. That stings. I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Yes, in the uh, little bit of time before we start, we used to call it the pre-show, but now it's so short. We 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 don't even call it a pre-show it's just where it's just us getting ready to go on a we we're delivering value to people adam we're getting started closer to the time that we say that we're going to start but during that time we yeah. were talking about vodka you are uh drinking vodka straight out of a um oh i see which you're pouring it into a shot glass yeah i can't there's a there's a nipple yeah there's a Bartesian nipple. This is from his Bartesian, his fancy Bartesian. But, and and the first shot I did, but you can't pour from this. If you if you turn it upside down, it will not pour. You have to poke something up in there. <laughs> it's like um, it's like a uh, you ever blow up like an inner tube? Yeah, it's like a shart. Like a shart. <laughs> Got nothing no, you, you ever blow up an inner tube and and they, yeah. they've got that piece of plastic there yeah, so the, the air won't yeah. go back out yeah and you have to squeeze it or you have to poke something in there to mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's like that oh it's like that so i i have a little exacto knife here oh dear god so i i poked it in there but it was so much trouble i'm just gonna unscrew the whole thing and just pour it from the right just pour it from, from the, the. It's like a jar. It's like a jar that you can refill. Um, yeah, yeah it looks like a moonshine. I don't want to go sticking like your a... sticking your exacto knife in there because then you might make the hole too big for the Bartesian. Like that exacto knife is sharp, so it 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 could. Uh, it's not a poker. It's not something you push. I would use a, a pin or something. Well, now I've spilled vodka. Well, <laughs> great but, uh, valve. Anyway, that, yes, thank fine. you, bear bear in the chat room, saving me. It was a valve, Adam. You're talking about the valve inside the uh, the inner tube. It's a valve, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You should know about you work at the goddamn spit valve factory. How do you not know the brace the basic tenets of a valve? I mean, it's right in the name of your company, Spit Valve. Well, a company. spit valve doesn't work quite the same way. Spit valves kind of have a a kind of a a spring on them that, and you and you push down, and then they it's like a lever sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm trying to find this. I, I'm glad you're doing good. I'm doing great as well, Daniel. Thank you for asking me. It's been uh didn't I already we had Taco that? Bell for dinner? Yeah, we you did tonight. Yeah, you know, it was funny. I went onto their app and it said it it landed on their specials page. Yeah. Uh-oh. And they have now I'm gonna forget the name of it, but they have this new thing called I think it's like the Crunchy Cantina Chicken 
Chipotle taco or something that I, that is to- it's got to be totally wrong. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, that sounds good. We'll try that. We get in the car and we turn on the radio and immediately an ad comes on for that taco. Oh, my God. Did you did you go back in and return it? No, Mark. But Mark says, oh, no, Boyfy, you can't order that taco now because they've advertised it. <laughs> yes. And I said, no, 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 no. It's not. I said, first of all, I would like to explain. It is not. I'm, I'm OK with advertisements. I understand how they work. Advertise away to me. In fact, I like ads. These Instagram ads that I get, I'm so tempted to buy so many of these. And it's fine. Like, I, yeah, unlike, I'm good unlike, with it. I, I agree. I like advertising I, as long as it is relevant. I don't like advertising for things, that, but if it's something the, that, that will interest me, absolutely. So that's why I don't mind that Google knows about me, because that means the ads that I see are going to be more relevant to me. And by and large, they are. The tooth scraper thing that I have that I get rid of my tartar. Mm-hmm. My tartar, uh, it was an Instagram ad or a Twitter ad or something. And I, it works great. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really, they always have these ads for these jeans that I'm getting that say the perfect jeans. And I keep thinking, hmm, what if those are the perfect jeans? Maybe yeah, I should order a pair. They're basically thick yoga <laughs> pants. They're, they're, they're like. They're really stretchy, which is good oh, for right. me. I'm they're like, they're weight. yoga pants. Anyway. Uh, and, oh, no, I wasn't finished though. Oh. So that ad came on. I said, no, 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 I'm fine with ads. Also, I just want to clarify for all of my fans yes, that it's not that people that I want to be rebellious and not order what the person is asking me for to order. Mm -hmm. The deal is when I get to the drive through window, I have a certain script in my head and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to say I want the crispy chicken, whatever. I want the fries and I want the blowjob, whatever, whatever I'm going to say. And then they come on the thing and they say, would you like to get the blowjob? And it ruins my script. Then I'm thinking to myself, wait, wait, wait. Do I just say You say, and I quote, I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. (laughs) And so it's more about the script in my head and they've ruined my inner dialogue and what I was about to say. That is what pisses me off. I don't care that they want me to have that thing. That is not a big deal to me. Any listener, any longtime listener of Adam Burns's award-winning solo podcast, The Geeky Gay, will know that his his fast food uh, quirks are legion. And uh, for example, I'm moving this up. I'm moving this up here because I was I was going to talk about it later, but now I'm going to I know I'm going to talk about it right now. Adam, you tell me. I mean, you don't have to. This is an, this is a true statement from you when you. Leave the McDonald's drive-thru. Mittens is so smitten with the the smell of the fries that he is going to help himself. He's going to have a few fries. He's going to have a few fries on his way home. Let me finish, Adam. Let me finish. This is true, right? This is true. You talked about this on your show. (laughs) After you talked about that, you also said your fear was is that he was eating from your fries so that when you did get home, yes, you would have less fries and a thing. Yes. And I'm sitting there just screaming at the radio. I don't know if you heard me or not. I was screaming at the radio in my truck, but I'm just like going, just buy a small fry. Just buy an extra small fry. And that's the one you eat out of in the car. It's just like, and then you'll have extra fries at home. It's like, just, just you order a small fry. Okay. This is... I'm ashamed to admit this, but I admit all kinds of things I'm ashamed of, ashamed of on the podcast because it's good fodder for whatever. I have anxiety. 
he starts to stick his hand in the bag. Yes. And I don't say anything. You should. He know. I mean, he knows. He knows because he. We've had this discussion, but I try not to say anything because he just makes fun of me and then calls me selfish. Mm -hmm. But I literally tense up. I'm not even kidding. Because I can't see where he's getting these fries from. Order another fry. I'm thinking, what if, what if we get home and he's eating all of my fries, and then I get the, you know, I get the the box with the small amount of fries in it, and it is. It takes everything within my power yes, not to, like, say something. Because just, I've just, always... Oh, my God. I'm just order another fry. You have plenty of money. Just order not, another fry. I could do that. But I think just to spite me, he would just get it out of mine anyway. Like, he it doesn't would just, matter. He would By the time you get way. home, there will be three large fries, one of which was eaten out of. So you'll still, no matter how you slice it, you'll still get a large fry plus, plus some extra. It's true. I could do that. I could. <sighs> or try this one word solution. I, f- I feel like a like clickbait article. Hey, try this one word solution, Adam. Instead of saying, uh, I would like a number five with a Diet Coke and a number six with a Dr. Pepper. I have no idea what you order. Instead of saying that, just say, um, yeah, these are separate orders. Can I get a number five with a uh, whatever you want to get? And also, and then next order, can I get a, a number six with something else? Because that means they'll come in two separate bags. And then you'll have your bag. <laughs> Do you know how much, yeah, how much shit he would give me if I'm like ordering separate bags so he's not... Adam. He already makes the, fun of me. The, the, he, I think the, he does the, it on purpose. But the... the he reaches his hand in the bag and then he looks over at me. The alternative like, is ha-ha, for you to die, die a, a young death from hypertension <laughs> because you are just like stressing out about who's eating the fucking fries. He asks the question. He even says, hmm, wonder whose fries I'm reaching into right now. Oh, I would order three. I would order three. I, I'm like, damn you. Order three. Damn you. You're doing it on purpose. Although I will say this. I will say this. I... In the past, because we order from Chili's quite a lot, and I, I almost never order fries from Chili's for because we don't eat there. We we go get it curbside, right? So yeah. I, I rarely order fries because I have no control over when they're going to get put on the plate and how long they're going to sit there. So by the time they get home, in a takeout situation, they're usually cold. And you know, Chili's fries are not shoestring fries. They're they're big and they get mushy and cold. And um, so I. I did this past week, Adam. I I think last weekend we ordered from Chili's and I ordered the fries because I said to myself, self, I have an air fryer. So when those fries get here and they're crap, I can. Oh, it works. Yeah, it works, too. I do that all the time now. I was very I didn't know how to do it. And of course, I didn't want to call you and bug you. Uh, So I had to look to the Internet and it said that I should just spray it with some olive oil put it in at 370 for like five minutes or something like that. And then pull it out halfway through and shake them or something. I don't even spray it with anything. I just, uh, I just dump the fries in the basket. Mine has a basket. It's a small air fryer. So it's not, yeah, I don't like that because it's not flat. It's got rounded sides. And so anyway, it's weird, but uh, it was a gift. And uh, I just dumped the fries in, put it on. There's a fry setting or yeah. there's a, I think it is 370, but there, it says fries on yeah. the side of it. And then I do it for like five minutes. Like you said, oh, you what shake model, them in between. What model do you have? I don't even know. I mean, what's the brand? I don't even know. Yeah. I have it a, was a gift. 
have a kasori, so I don't know if I have a fry button or not. I have to look and see if I have a fry button. It's not a button. There's a dial, and oh. just by each well, of no the dials. temperatures, it it lists a food item for some reason. So it's like chicken wings, fries. Yes, you bear, know, whatever. bear in the Pizza. chat room says the trick to an air fryer is to preheat it for three minutes before putting foot. Yes, I always. There's a preheat button on mine that I always use. Uh, welcome to Cooking Talk with Adam and Daniel. Uh, just like. Uh, all of Adam's shows eventually end up being cooking shows. They do. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, right. I go to fast food all the time and don't cook very often. Last but. week, we were talking about the outrage, the outrage on the internet about uh, New York Times taking over Wordle. And uh, I ran across this perfect example when I was reading the uh, articles this morning, when I was skimming through the internet this morning. This is from the Gizmodo. You know about the Gizmodo, Adam? I know they're a, I know they're a website. Yeah, they're a tech blog. And I think they were bought by Gawker at some point. Mm-hmm. Yep. A long time ago. Uh they have this headline which grabbed my attention. Wordle is watching you. There's a oh. slew of ad tracking tech on the New York Times own Wordle. Uh and then All right. This is the opening paragraph. It's been less than a month since the New York Times bought Wordle, but it's wasting no time and ruining everyone's favorite word game in all the shitty ways you'd expect from a billion-dollar behemoth. I mean, people need to get over this because, you know, God bless the guy for making a million bucks on the little game that he No, no, no. Wrote. They're upset about the, the, the New York Times, not about the guy. No, it's, they're a business. They can do what they want. Why? Do, okay. But wait, before you go on. Punchline. Yeah. I, I get... Hold on, hold on to the punchline. I'm holding on. I'm holding on. The, I am so, it irritates me so much, Daniel. These people. These people. On the internet who say, Pokemon specifically, because this is the game that I play. Yes. Every time they do something that, that appears to be a money-making thing. Yes. Well, they're just trying to milk more money out of us, blah, blah, blah. blah. It is a free game that you can play completely for free how dare they want to make money they're a business why do people get mad at companies for wanting to make money it makes <laughs> no sense to it, me it's the internet they are a company it's just the internet i'll, give, not I, I'll, charity. Wait, I'll give you one better walt disney world uh and Walt in Disneyland in California raise their ticket prices every year. Every single year in February, they raise their ticket prices. Every year, everyone bitches and moans about how they're raising their ticket prices. Yet at the same time, those same people are bitching and moaning about how many people there are in the park. So when you like, that's really, there's only a couple of levers that you can pull to keep people, keep the crowds lower, right? You can raise the price so that less people can afford to go, or you can cap attendance where you can say, okay, I'm sorry, no more people in. I'm sorry. That's it. Uh, we've, we've reached, you know, a comfortable capacity. That's all we'll take. Um, or be six flags. Right. Or, or, or be a failure. But the, my point is, is that you can't do both. You can't complain about the price on the one hand and then complain about the crowds on the other, because that's like one of the levers that they have there. Of course they're going to extra charge for their more deluxe things because they don't have enough of them for everyone. So yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, the same anyway, thing. It, it, yes. it irritates me. We but live. Welcome line. to America, Adam. Welcome punch to you know. line. No, the punchline was, you know, let's get back to that fun joke. Boy, this is going to go over great. They're tracking us. The New York times is tracking us. Gizmodo has said. Yes. And someone helpfully pointed out in the, uh, in the comments, uh, Safari is currently blocking 22 ad trackers and 13 ads on this page by Gizmodo. 
<laughs> By comparison, <laughs> it blocks eight ad trackers and three ads on Wordle. So yeah. it's like they started off the audience, uh, the, uh, the whole premise here of saying, oh, they've ruined it in the shittiest way possible. Yet they, they have the same thing on their. Uh, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. I just want to let everyone know this is not Star Trek. We don't live in a post money world. People don't give shit away for free. Everyone has to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, got to make that. Got to make that it's, money, money or something. There's a, there's a, there's live. songs about it, Adam. There's songs about you, it. You have got to make money. <sighs> there's songs about it. There are. All right. Uh, I'm trying to get back to my tab here so that I can see where we are. Oh, so tell me about uh, you know people. Oh speaking, yeah. Well, speaking, speaking of, of making people, money. Yeah, exactly. But I wasn't sure if I wasn't sure if you had any more. I didn't want to just go into my. Thing. Well, it was a short thing, but then you went off on a tirade, which kind of. So you we've know. been. We've been watching, as I've said on Geeky Gay, I will just, look, my life, I have no life, all right? Mm -hmm. There are not enough stories. I'm not a socialite. Mm -hmm. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Oops. As I've said on my award-winning podcast, Geeky Gay. The Geeky Gay. We've been watching two different uh, stories. Yes. On Netflix. And the first one is The Tinder Swindler. I tried to, I think I started watching that one and it felt like a bunch of whiny women. And so I stopped. (laughs) Rightly so. But yeah. So anyway, um, that's a documentary and, uh, and it's about this guy who went on Tinder and found all these women and then conned them. Yes. For hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes. And they're now they're angry about it. And he was, I, okay. He was. He would pick them up in this really fancy car yep, and take them on a private plane. And he told them that he was a diamond salesman and it was a really dangerous business, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and then at some point, a couple of months into the relationship, he would say, oh my God, I'm in danger. And he would send them these photos of his bodyguard bloody. And, and he's like, I can't use my credit cards because... You know, they'll be able to track me. Could you open up a credit card in my name? And let me, and then he would use this credit card and, and he would keep purchasing these first class tickets for his team, air quotes. And all this time telling these women, oh, I'm going to pay you back. I'm going to wire you the money. He'd be like, the money has been wired. And they're like, well, we didn't get it. He's like, well, I don't know. It was wired. And this went on for months and months and months and years. Yes. Right. Okay, this other one is not a documentary. It's a, it's it a, is a... It's a Shonda Rhimes joint. Shonda Rhimes deal, Inventing Anna. Yes. I've, I'm watching that, but I've only seen episode one, so don't you dare I'll spoil I'll try not it. to spoil it, but I'll say similar situation, okay? Yes. This girl, and you, I don't ever figure out whether she is just crazy or because she never relents. Anyway, same deal. She's like, I will wire you the money. My dad will wire you the money. He is, you know, he is. And she's running up these th- hundreds of thousands of dollars, like staying in these hotels and all of this kind of stuff, you know, and saying, oh, uh, you know, my, my dad will wire you the money and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Doing the same thing. Yes. And what I wonder, Daniel, is how. Mm-hmm. Does this happen? If I wa- if I walked into Whataburger, if I walked into Whataburger, yes, where everybody knows my name, sometimes you want to go. 
I couldn't say, hey, Mr. Whataburger, my rich Russian dad is going to wire you. They'd be like, no, we're not giving you that double cheeseburger until we have the money in our cash register. Do you know why? Because you would have failed your persuasion check. But there are some people who could weasel a, a, a free burger from somebody at Whataburger. There are people out there. There are women that can bat their eyelashes and, you know, have studied or whatever. I don't know why they would go for a bigger target because that's that's a talent. But that, I mean, this is what salespeople do, Adam. Salespeople are good at convincing you- people to do things that they like when you walk away from the car dealership you're like why the fuck did i do that and it's just like because you've got these uh people that are convincing you to do that oh yeah look at there wimpy adam wimpy from popeye <laughs> used to get free hamburgers all the time but here's the I- here's the thing we are a society of rules but when you really think about it those rules are all on the honor system like I have bad traffic sometimes here in Florida, especially between here and Disney, and there will be a place where you have to merge, right? There's always going to be those assholes that drive over on the shoulder and go up to the merge. Oh my God, I hate that. Right. But nothing happens to them, Adam. They they don't get in trouble. They don't lose their license. No one knows who they are because, you know, they're a car on a road, not a person. So it's like you could be, that person could be your waiter at dinner tonight and you wouldn't know because you have no idea who was in that car. It's one of those things you're, what you're upset about are people that are going against the social contract that there's a, there's a psychological term for this, but it's, it's one of those things where you expect people to behave this way, that that is the, these are the rules. We've all agreed to these rules. And now this person is breaking that rule and they're upsetting you. Look at Trump. Trump broke how many laws never got in trouble for any of them ever. It's like, and and if he does get in trouble, if he does get uh, sued, whatever, he just files counter motions and what installs and delays. And the man's got 20 something cases in courts right now that he's just delaying and pushing off and appealing. It's like, even when he gets judged against, he just appeals it and moves it up to the next level and then stalls and delays. And it's like to the point that you're just bleeding the the person dry that's trying to sue you. And it's, it's, uh, it's just people that are not obeying the rules. And the the truth, Adam is the only thing that keeps us from not violate, you know, breaking those rules is because we're have a conscience, right? We were decent human beings or decent people. If Adam, if I wasn't, if I wasn't a deepest, if I wasn't a decent person, I would be a preacher. I would have been a preacher. I would have been an evangelist, like a traveling evangelist, like years ago, bilking people for, you know, whatever I could, I could spin a yarn, Adam. It's, oh yeah, you can do that. I don't know. I just, I have trouble believing. Well, I know it happened. So, I mean, it happened, but it, it boggles my mind. That someone could go into one of these ritzy hotels that charges, I don't know, $5,000 a night. Yes. And pay them nothing. Right. I'll guarantee you. And stay there. I guarantee you the staff at those ritzy hotels put up with far worse. It's like than someone saying, yeah, yeah, I'll wire it to you. It's like, there's all kinds of horror stories from, what was it, Leanna Helmsley, whatever that had the, it's like, there's all kinds of horror stories. There's like celebrities and famous people and rich people are just absent you know they're just they don't care so it's like yeah i'll pay it eventually or i'll have someone do it or whatever it's like they don't view it as a big deal because it's and this is not, not a big deal to them. anything but this girl and this inventing anna and i don't know if this is true or not because part of it they they in every episode you're going to see a little tagline that says this is absolutely true except for the parts that aren't 
they have that on like on the side yes, of a I building and whatever. And she is so rude and acts as if Auntie Scott, uh, everyone is just putting her out for asking her to pay. Yeah. Oh my God. It'll be there. I don't have time for this. <laughs> you know? It's crazy. Oh. Well, I don't know who's I'm worked up at the moment, so I very I, I you you know no one knows what you're like the Auntie Scott sorry. <laughs> Auntie Scott in the chat room says stop saying like. I assumed it was me because I was talking and I'm worked up and I probably say like when I'm worked up. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. That's no, it. No, it was I don't me. know. I'm just gonna no. go. You know what? I'm just gonna go to a hotel tomorrow and I'm gonna start staying there. I'm not gonna pay them. I think you should. Yeah. I'm going to order lobster and uh, caviar. Yeah. I don't like either one of those things, but I'm going to order them anyway. There's probably uh, some kind of whiskey you could order that's like really expensive. Yeah, probably so. Anyway, that's it. That is all I've been doing for the past week and a half. Just watching people scam people. Excellent. It is the contact segment of the show. This is the uh, section of the show where we read your emails and play your voicemails. Adam, did we did we get any emails this week? We got a voicemail that I put in the Trello. I see that, but no, we did not get any emails this week. Uh, we did get a couple of voicemails, though. Actually, three. Two of them came in through the voicemail system. One of them came in through the phones. Let's just start with the voicemail system and go to our very first voicemail, shall we? Oops. I don't want to, this isn't geeky gay. I don't want to download it. I want to play it. All right, here we go. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Adam. This is Scott Deshater calling. Hello. Uh, not really to talk to you, just trying out my little social experiment, mm-hmm. seeing if any other Scots are going to call this week. No. Plus, every time I call, it means I get to hear the contact music. I love the contact music. So great. this is Scott Deshater calling in. Yes. So let's see if any other Scots any call Scots. in this week. That's right. This is a Sater. Catch, Catch you later. later. Bye bye. Well, I told you, Scott. Sadly, I told you ahead of time. There's only three messages. I think you were I s- you were wanting mini Scots. I don't know if I said this before, mm-hmm. but I saw on Scott's Insta. That's what we call Instagram, by the Ooh, way. Look at you. Um, you know us influencers. Yes. I saw on his Insta this picture of uh, a, a swanky hotel and spa. Yeah. And I always thought he worked at like a Motel 6 or something. <laughs> and no, he works at this one of these hotels like mm-hmm. uh, Little Miss Thing on Inventing Anna would have well, stayed go. in. So you check in at night and then you you flirt with Scott and you he's like, yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll let the day guy worry about it. Uh, all right. Let's go to our next voicemail here, shall we? Um it took me so long to find the level 13 yes. secret yes. SpeakPipe webpage to send you this message. Yes. But anyway, apparently, can you, can you, Adam, in case you don't listen, 
Can Daniel is wondering if anybody well, listens to uh-huh. level 13 shows. Yes. yes, of course. Hello. That's where I get the best things to comment on. That's oh. where Adam says the most crazy. That's why you're playing it right now in the background, things. right? That's, uh, um, but no, it doesn't really matter whether you only post one of them. Okay, bye. I was going to say, found. I, I didn't hear myself in that clip, but I did at the end. It's like, maybe, was this geeky found gay? Yes. What is he found? Something more annoying than birds. <laughs> Your voice. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Playing our show in the background, and then I'm trying to listen to what we're saying. And and he's talking over it, and I can't. It is so mm. annoying. It is. Please go back to the aviary. Please just a million birds. Fine, I'll <laughs> deal with it. Listen to our or final. What? Go back to masturbating during a call. I don't sure. care. Just yeah. might even be preferable. Let's go to our next call. It's taken. Hey, director for Ghostbusters, Ivan Reitman or Reitman, R E I T M A N, dead. Okay, so it's only Tuesday. I thought might was... be able to get a couple more in this week. Oh, what happened? But I wanted to uh, t- uh, tell you, uh, wait, Adam, I, I thought, don't want... Wait, hold on. When she says Woodhaven, you're supposed to hang up, right? I think so. Yeah, so but we, we shouldn't even be listening. More. Yeah, we shouldn't even be listening to this part. It's on Netflix, but don't watch it, Inventing Anna. And uh, <laughs> I don't want you to watch it. Daniel explained to him what that means. Um, okay, thanks. Right. Bye. She doesn't want you to watch it. I already it. finished it. I finished she it. She doesn't want tonight, you to get. Actually, she doesn't want you to get more angry. She doesn't want you to get more angry at those uh, those fraudsters. Oh, those fraudsters. So... Uh, Ivan Reichman didn't Ivan Reichman die like a decade ago? It's like Ivan Reichman. I don't know. Uh, he died. Yeah, February twelfth. 2022. Yeah. Ivan Reitman uh, did indeed die. Congratulations, Kathy Bacon. Uh, You are entered in one more time into the contest and we are going to increase the pot by a dollar. Adam, what are we up to now? Uh, We are at $11, but I just want to say this, uh, this Bob Saget character. Yes. Still dead. You know, they came out and said, oh, he had a concussion. Yeah. And went to sleep and died. Yes. And I'm thinking, what did this guy get up to that he had a concussion? Maybe he fell off the bed. I don't know. Did he? Did did a, did he get mugged in a back alley? Was he? What, I mean, what? This is so. It is so mysterious how some people. Or was he just changing a light bulb? No, he was in a hotel, so he wouldn't be changing a light bulb. But there was a there was a guy that uh, was a couple of years behind me in school that was a friend of the family's that I was friends with, and yeah, he was out playing basketball when he was like 16, 15, 16. He was out playing basketball and fell on the basketball court and got a, you know, cracked a skull and died. So it's like, yeah, you can get a concussion just falling off a a thing or hitting something concrete really hard. I guess. RT Cruiser says people trip. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I know they do, but to get a, I I have to assume. Especially the elderly, Adam. I have to assume that tripping is, is not enough to give you a concussion bad enough to kill yourself. Like big fatty, if big fatty were the trip, he'd shatter every bone in his body. My grandma, this is totally unrelated and gross, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> unrelated to Big Fatty, yes. My my grandmother, who's no longer with us, God rest her soul, uh-huh. she had really bad varicose veins. And her skin, as she got older, got got thinner, I guess. Yeah. 
she bumped her leg or something when she was taking a shower and didn't and her and and I I, I don't know if she cut herself or if her skin literally just popped open <laughs> and she started squirting blood and she didn't know where it was coming from because she said what is this red stuff spraying on the and as she would like turn around it would be spraying like the psycho movie <laughs> on the on the shower curtain that's Anyway, that, she was you know, fine. That, those have nothing to do with the other. Like varicose so veins doesn't have anything to do with your skin getting thinner when you get older. It's like, I do no, that now. I know, I'll but... look down at my hands and my hands will be bleeding from something that I just thought was like a scratch on the table. Like it's like, and then I turn around, I'm like bleeding. But what the fuck? Um, Adam, oh my God. I just what was that? burped. I just burped. That was so rude. A beer. Unlike, yeah, it was a beer. Unlike other podcasts who don't give out their phone number when they're asking for phone calls. Did you hear about this? Did you hear about this, Adam? Archer Radio just posted show 1399 the other day, and he was asking for people to call in for his next show, his 1400th show. 1400th show. And uh, he's like wanting people to call in, especially because he's going to lose his Google Voice number if nobody calls in. And I was like, oh, I totally will. And I'm ready. And then he closes the show. He never gives the phone number. He never gives the phone number on a show, Adam. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that here. You can call us 707-61-DEATH, or you can go to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com, and you can also send us some contact. And for those of you who did this week, we appreciate it. All right. Uh, Adam, I have a new game for us. Okay. Before you do that, though, I call bullshit because you don't lose your Google voice number because no one calls you. They don't do that. I, I don't know. Adam. Th- that doesn't happen. I don't That's know. a lie. I, I, I think Archer long ago stopped listening to this show. So I don't I don't think it You know, doesn't matter. You could it's out there. You the could world. call his phone. And if tell I knew him, the phone number. And tell me, tell me, well, uh, I went to his website and looked it up. It's 202-709-3029. Okay. Should I call now or no, should no, no, I no. wait till the show's over? Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. This is a public service to Archer, who doesn't listen to our show anymore. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it, you can clip this part out, Archer. Are you ready? You can reach Archer at 202-709-3029. You said he doesn't listen, so I he'll know. never know. even know to cut that out. I know. Someone can tell him. Okay. I'm just saying. So you have a game. What's I have game, a new game, Daniel? Adam. This is a game I came up with on my own. Uh, I'm going to, uh, what I'm, the, the gist of it here is that I'm going to tell you uh, some people's names. And what I want you to do, first of all, is I want you to tell me uh, if they're dead or alive and how you might know them. So uh, you get the gist of the game. I'm going to give you uh, some people. Is uh, there a second of all, or is there only a first of all? One, two, three, four, five. There are five people. Maybe five. Okay. That's it. That's the game, Adam. Are they dead or alive, and how do I know them? That is correct. So uh, we have some production for this. Let me just uh, pop over here. All right. Are you ready, Adam? To I am ready. Play Deceased. Or living. All right. Here's here's the uh, the first name tonight, Adam. Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, I believe he's a mobster, is how I would know him. Okay. He's a mobster. Or some sort of organized crime. In fact, organized he may crime. be friends with Anna. Oh. Oh. 
from inventing Anna. Right, you know? yeah, exactly, yes. Uh, I think he's dead. You think he's dead? Okay, and how would you how would you know him? Oh, you I said, you're, because you're, I think you're, he's, you're, a he's, a he's a mobster. He's a mobster. He's an alleged mobster. I'll give you that. He was the head of the Teamsters Union who disappeared uh, back in uh, you know 1982. So, uh, yes, Adam, he is dead. So actually, we don't know if he's dead. Well, if he disappeared. All right. His age, back when he disappeared in 1982, there's no possible way he could be alive today. No matter what, he's I dead mean, today. Betty White lived a long time. But he would have been like 150 yeah. or something. He's, he's dead. Uh, Hugh Downs, Adam. Hugh Downs. Oh, Hugh Downs. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. How would we know? In, in, he first, is, first, uh, first of all, first he's, is he alive or dead? Um, I'm trying to remember if he was the dad... Or one of the sons. Mm-hmm. So Hugh Downs, I believe, is dead. Dead. And but, what do we what do we know him from? Uh, leave it to Beaver. I want to say I may be. I'm probably wrong. Uh huh. No, all right. Well, Adam, uh, he is indeed dead. Uh, but uh, no, Hugh Downs was the co-host to Barbara Walkford, Wal, Wal, Walters. I can't talk on 2020. He was a newscaster. Who's the guy? Who's the guy? You were thinking on? of is, is Hugh, Hugh Beaumont. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, there you go, Hugh Beaumont. All right, this is great, isn't it? Do you like this game? This is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, here's your next one, Adam. Mickey Wright. Do I get a half point? No, you get a full point. No, you you, okay. you lose. A, you got no. You get the point on the first oh, one. You, you get half points. This on, is a different game. The, this is a different. I'm, this is a different game, Adam. Different game. Who? Okay, I didn't hear the. Who is it? Mickey Wright. That's W R I G H T. Mickey Wright. Um, I do not know that person. Okay, I'm gonna say alive. Mm-hmm. Alive because the last two were dead. Mm-hmm. And I figure we got to have a live one at some point. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I do not, I have no idea who that is. So it would be more funny to the listeners if, if you didn't know who they were, you just confidently made up something. I'm not good at, at doing stuff on the fly, <laughs> but let's see. Um, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey Wright. Wright. Mm-hmm. So Mickey Wright, I believe, I believe he was a cousin of the Wright brothers. Oh, okay. And uh, he actually was the one who invented the the first plane. Mm-hmm. And you believe that he is alive? Yeah, I think okay. he's alive. Okay, all right. I, I, uh, I think he is. You're very close, Adam. Very close. Um, Mickey Wright, she died in 2020. She was a professional golfer. Oh. So, sorry, you're no points there. Uh, your next one, Adam, Jack Benny. Oh, Jack Benny. Um, is he alive or is he dead? I believe he's dead. Dead. Okay. And and how would I know Jack Benny? He was, gosh, I'm going back and forth in my head between just a, a comedian type mm-hmm. person, host, uh-huh. television personality. Okay. Or... An orchestra leader, okay. like one of those clarinet playing or saxophone right. playing orchestra leader type people. The Jack Benny Orchestra. 
Uh, I'm going to go with like orchestra slash musician person. Ooh, so close, Adam. So close. No. Uh, in fact, Jack Benny uh, is dead. He was had his own show with the Jack Benny show. He was a comedian that started in radio uh, and then transitioned to television. I so, was right. I was, yeah. I just chose the wrong you one. You did. You chose the wrong one. Hey, Adam, uh, you, you have time for one more? We can do one more, right? I, yeah, have one, I one, more. Can do okay. one more. Uh, Christopher Scholes. Well, I think he invented the foot pad. The foot pad. Uh, the Shoals uh, insole yeah, the, foot pad. the yes. insert. Yes, you know, the insert that yeah. makes is, so is, your feet right. don't Is stink. he alive or is he dead? I'm going to say he's alive. He's alive. All right, Adam, I'm sorry. He's dead. Uh, he died in 1890. <laughs> uh, he was the inventor. Well, he was not the inventor. He was the first person to file a patent for the QWERTY keyboard. The, uh, oh. the the keyboard that we have uh, See, today. See, that's not fair. Every single one of these was dead. You had not a single living person. It the the name of the game is deceased or living, and I I'm you know it, it's fifty fifty, Adam. Anyway, but you know what? Uh, let me just tally up your score here really quick, Adam. You got one. That, you know, that's the I game. Wanna, I want to say, Auntie Scott says in the chat room that this is so fucking sad. Trying to that end the, I, was trying to, flat. I was trying to end the show there, Adam. Um, first of all, I'm going to say, how dare you for saying this is sad. Second of all, just because mm-hmm. I'm not an old enough person to know all these people from mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Adam, that's not, Adam, that's not why you know, that's not that's not it, that's not why is, that's not why he's saying you people are old. And so, you know, all these people. Don't uh, be putting your, you know, you know your complex about your age on me. I do a all lot of I do a lot of people, research on these people. names. I'm making sure that I'm choosing names that I don't think you'll know. It's it's to expand your horizons, Adam. It's uh, I'm purposely choosing names that I don't think you'll know. I do, by the way, I knew Jimmy Hoffa, and I got that one right. Yeah, you got that one right. So I hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> where am I at? I don't know where I'm at. Oh, I, I was know so where close I'm at. on Jack Benny. I I knew the name. We were. Are we ready? I think, you know, maybe he played clarinet, Daniel. Are you sure he didn't play clarinet? No, you're thinking of Benny Goodman. <laughs> I, I realize that, but he might have played clarinet. You don't know. Did you know him? Jack Benny played the violin. Well, see, musician. I was correct. Well, I mean, but uh, he was a comedian. I used to listen to the Jack Benny. I used to had tapes. I had tapes of the Jack musician. Benny radio show. We had Rochester, his his manservant, Rochester. Anyway, uh, Adam, let's move on. Are we ready to move on? Uh, yeah. Sure. I've got to pull it up. All right. But well, it's not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> news game. It's the news game. It's the news game. What questions will he ask? It is the uh, Mix Minus News Game. This is the segment of the show where Adam will read me some uh, questions from this week in the news. These are multiple choice questions. And I, using only my head, brain, and mouth word, will come up with the correct answer. I will try to give the answer without listening to the choices, but if uh, if it's tricky or has anything to do with sports whatsoever, <laughs> I will ask for the answers. Um, Adam, what is the... Fir- oh, there's going to be five questions, by the way. Five questions, and then we're going to go into a speed round where Adam will try to stump me with a Trivial Pursuit card. 
Adam, what is the first question tonight on the old The first news question, question is, who is this? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have I'm kidding. no idea. Uh, okay, the first question, because you know, NY Times, who apparently loves to cheat people out of money in Wordle. <laughs> yes. Also likes in to put photographic. In the shittiest way possible. Quiz we should, questions. We should do that. We should write an article on the Pride 48 blog. It's like, uh, New York Times does their news quiz uh, purposely to sabotage Mix Minus. They do. Yeah. They do. I think they're, they just get lazy. They just like, here's a map. Point to Great Britain. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Number one, the Kremlin announced this week yes. that it was blank. Mm-hmm. Let me just rewrite this question. Okay. What did the Kremlin lie about this week? Oh, uh, uh, withdrawing troops. Okay. So the one that I feel like is close to what you just said is pulling back some troops from the Ukrainian border. Is that the one you want? Yeah, that's where their troops are. (laughs) Yes. All right. Good job. Excellent. Olympic officials said they would delay handing out medals in the figure skating team competition. Mm -hmm. Why? Because that Russian skating bitch tested positive for COVID, and then there was a question about whether she could have been legally allowed to perform or something. There was some question that they're investigating now, and because she placed in the top three, they're not going. They're going to FedEx the medals to everyone. They're not going to do a, a, a medal ceremony. So your answer is a Russian chick tested positive for COVID. Is yes. that your answer? Yes, that is my answer. That is incorrect, Daniel. Um, the correct answer is oh, a Russian drugs. skater uh, she failed a drug yeah, test. Drug test. Drug test. Erin Jackson became the first African American woman to win an Olympic medal in what sport? I have no- this is Olympics. It's not even sports. It's just Olympics. It's a. I have. Other than figure skating, I am and curling. I'm really, really stretching to think of what a Winter Olympics game is. Do you want me to give you choices? Sure. Uh, bobsled, curling, hockey. Oh, had a little voice crack there. Hockey. Snowboarding uh-huh. or speed skating. I'm going to go with curling, Adam. You know, I'm a big curling fan. So uh, it would be great if it was curling. Oh, so sad. It was speed skating. Speed skating. What the fuck is speed skating? They go around a, a track. Uh, like an ice track <laughs> and they try to go really fast and beat each other. <laughs> I don't you know. I mean, this is so weird. It's a race. Okay. That was number three. Number four. Welcome to the Olympics. I am going to skate very fast. Yeah. They, it's like a race, like track and you, field. You will not believe how fast I can skate around this circle. All right. The leader of which country this week declared a national emergency? Oh, Tr- Trudeau, uh, Canada. Yeah, uh, Trudeau did because he finally, because of those damn truckers, Adam. Because of them damn truckers. That is correct. And it was in response to protests against pandemic regulations. From the truckers, yeah. Well, the question doesn't say that. I'm just giving you more context, Adam. I'm, Number I'm, five. I'm, I'm exceeding. I'm, I'm meeding so you, and exceeding your goals. you've two correct. Oh, this is the fifth question now. This is going to be- and uh, two incorrect. Two incorrect. All right, so I need to- yeah. It's tied now. I need to make one, one good- All right, what, what's my question? All right, so a firm that had long serviced Donald Trump's company- Yes. Cut ties with him this month. Yes, they did. 
What kind of work did the company do? They they did his taxes. They were the uh, the the uh, what's what are my choices? Accounting. Yeah, they're accounting. Cleaning, golf caddying, political advising, or public relations. No, the first one. What did I? Would you say it's taxes? They did their taxes. You said accounting. Yes, that is correct. Okay, that was uh, three. Right. Three out of five. Three out of five. That means uh, we're going to a bonus round now where I'm hoping to make up two points so that I get my perfect score, uh, which I, I love so much. It's kind of like getting a Birdle, you know? You just feel really good when you get a perfect score in the uh, Mix Minus News Quiz. But hey, let's put 60 seconds up on the big board. The game begins in three, two, one. What's the second most populous continent? Second most populous yeah. continent. Uh, 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 Europe. What is it called? It's not called Europe, is it? It's not. A is continent. that your answer? Sure. It is Europe. Excellent. Who was the first Hobbit to break with tradition by mingling with elves and dwarves? Uh oh, it wasn't Frodo. It was. Uh, no, it was. It wasn't Bilbo. It was, or was it? Was it Bilbo? Is that your answer? Yes. It was Bilbo Baggins. What duo paraded around in $100,000 suits on July 21st, 1969? Sonny and Cher. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. What mathematical school did math whiz Ferdinand von Lindemann determine to be a transcendental number? Sorry, pie. could not repeat. What? It was pie. pie. I, I didn't even hear the whole, the whole, uh, yeah, you won't let me. Well, that's because you could not complete the question in the, in the time. Well, that's not bad. Adam, I pulled out the two bonus points that I needed to give me a five, a perfect five, uh, because that's how we like to do it here on the old, uh, mix minus news quiz. We like to make sure that we get a perfect score. And if we don't, you know, wire Adam the money so that we can get the perfect score. But but then we'll never actually wire him the money. I really should think about editing this clip even shorter. Like I could just take that last little just take that little last last little piece right there. And uh then why don't we, you just do what you did for the the birthday song or whatever and make an ending one that you can just strategically you know, play. Mm-hmm. I should. I should do that. Uh, but before I do that, Adam, we need to take a look at uh, some of the information that arrived via the Federal Express today. Every Friday, we get a, a huge, huge pile of things delivered to our homes. These are just uh, stacks and stacks and stacks of, of notepads with just crazy handwritten scribblings all over them. Uh, which, of course, is the research that is being done by our executive producer, Cyclone, as he combs through the internet trying to find events and things that happened. Events and things? Those are the same things, right? Events and... And stuff. And stuff. <laughs> and junk. Stuff that happened on the day that we record yeah. this show in another year. So, like, this is all going to be stuff that happened on February 18th of some year. You get the you get the bit. I do. Yeah, right, you do. Uh, in that case, then this is from the Mixed Miners Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen. Adam, Happy National Drink Wine Day. 
Hey, Daniel, what is your favorite wine? That is... All right, so my favorite single wine, like my favorite, like... Your favorite type of okay, wine. My favorite. I typically drink Pinot Noirs. I used to really be heavy into cabs, but that was because I had a friend that was also in the cabs, and I can't really do it as the only person in my social group that drinks cabs. I, I can't go through a whole bottle in a night, and cabs don't keep. So is that kind of is that kind of like people call Instagram Insta? You're saying cabs instead of Cabernet Sauvignon. Isn't yes. That, so I typically okay. drink uh, Pinot Noir. You know, Daniel, eight percent of respondents to the survey, uh, a data science team uh, surveyed a thousand people. Eight percent mm-hmm. of them said Pinot Noir was their favorite. Oh wow! While Six percent said a cab was their fav- favorite. Mm, yeah, Cabernets. Uh, the reason I don't drink a Cabernet now is because it's so you have to know the vent, you know, the, the year. You have to know where it was, you know, made because there's very different flavor profiles on a cab. Like cabs, just vary so wildly, and the, and some of those flavors are so complex that if you don't have the palate for it, it just tastes like shit. So uh, Pinot Noirs, on the other hand, are like pizza, even if they're bad there's still pizza you can still you, you know so it's like pinot even if a pinot and there are some truly great pinots out there but if it's just a, a run-of-the-mill pinot eh, it's still drinkable you know it's funny on this survey boone's farm was not one of the choices <laughs> uh which would have been mine actually my favorite is uh a moscato oh a moscato where does that where does that fall on the list oh it's like kool-aid no, oh, it's not on the list either. They don't have the that list. there either. It's yeah. it is literally like drinking Kool Aid. What but. is it? Here's a fun. I don't think you've answered. You know, I don't think you've you've brought this up. What is the number one answer to what is your favorite type of wine? Uh, it looks like Merlot. Yes, Merlot is the followed closely by I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And Zinfandel. Uh, RT Cruiser says he loves a good peen. Yeah, like a good peen. And uh, Lamont Cranston says he prefers his Pinot uncut. Oh, okay. So, there you go. Uh, on this day in 2017, Norma Lee McCorvey died, better known uh, by the legal pseudonym Jane Rowe. Uh, she was the plaintiff in the landmark American lawsuit Roe versus Wade back in 1973. Was she was she able to have an abortion or did she have to have the baby and then she continued on with the case? I don't actually know the answer to that question. It says right here, McCorvey developed a serious drinking problem soon after she came out and began identifying as a lesbian. For many years, she had lived quietly in Dallas with her longtime partner, Connie Gonzalez. We're not like other lesbians going to bars, she explains in a New York Times interview. Later in life, McCorvey stated that she was no longer a lesbian. Oh, you know what? Uh, Lamont answered the question and then I remembered she actually did have the baby because the case was not settled by the time that she had the, you know, was due and uh, the baby was adopted and didn't know until later in life that she was the Roe baby. Uh, Here's some news that is close to my heart. Uh... On February 18th of 1933, Disney's Mickey Mouse cartoon Mickey's Pal Pluto is released. Pluto rescues several tiny kittens from drowning, but then becomes jealous of the way they are welcomed into Mickey's home. It's the first appearance of Pluto's shoulder angel and devil, who will pop up again in future shorts. Oh, cool. Do you know why that's cool, Adam? I don't. 
because it's a Disney thing, so also, everything Disney because is cool, on right? February 18th of 1930, the planet Pluto was discovered. You were born? No, they were discovered. Uh, Pluto, once believed to be the ninth planet, is discovered at the Lowell Observatory in Flagstaff, Arizona by Clyde Tombaugh. So 1930, February 18th, 1930, Pluto was discovered as the ninth planet and then years later was, was taken away. It's no longer a planet. Under storm-threatening skies, the greatest winter athletes in the world gather in Squaw Valley, California to begin the 8th Olympic Winter Games yeah. in 1960. No one cares. Nobody cares about that. There you go. Uh, on February 18th of 2010, WikiLeaks published the first documents leaked by Chelsea Manning. You remember Chelsea Manning? I remember the name. I, I do remember the name, yeah. I... I'm trying to remember about yeah. what, what, who, she's still but alive. I, I remember the name. She's still alive. Uh, all right. Let's go to the real news here, Adam. This is from, this is stuff from the weekly world news from February 18th of 1997. And you, you know, you have your normal weekly world news stuff, the final prophecies, Jesus Christ, Edgar, Billy Graham, Nostradamus, blah, 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 blah. Right. That's not what we care about in this particular issue, Adam. What we care about is tucked away on uh, what whatever page this is, thirty-eight. Hermaphrodite horror. Ava Perone was half man, half woman. Now, uh-huh. Adam, as I was scrolling through this, I scrolled past this page, and I was like, "Why does Tim in Alaska have his picture on this page?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> that picture you of mean Ava Tim Perone. Alaska in drag. Yes. Yes, uh, that that picture of Ava Perone in the Weekly World News looks like uh, Tim in Alaska in drag. Oh, I could see it. I can see the resemblance. Yeah. Yeah. What's his drag name? I can't remember now. Ava Perone. Um, (laughs) Don't cry for me, Ava Perone. Argentina's beloved first lady pulled off the hoax of the century by concealing a shocking personal secret. She was a hermaphrodite. I've never known a hermaphrodite. Well, it says her husband didn't even know. Juan. That I know of. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I just love this headline. The story is stupid, but I love this headline. Deaf cheerleaders crushed by train while posing for photo. That's kind of a heartless headline, don't you think? But underneath you it, know? in the call out, it says blood on the tracks. <laughs> Blood, blood on the tracks, Adam. Uh, this is not a real story, though. Uh, so Cyclone says that was Australia, but it, it's weekly world news. It's not a real story. It's not a real story. Adam, there were I, movies that were number one at the box office on February 18th of some year. I'm going to play you a theme song from one of those movies, and I would like for you, kind sir, to tell me what movie this is from. Any, any ideas? These have been really difficult the past few uh, episodes. I'm just going to say Queen of the Dam. Queen of the Dam is absolutely correct, Adam. Uh, yes. Oh. Yes, that is Queen of the Dam. I mean, let's be honest. You had two choices. 
Only we only pick the ones that are in yellow, and there's only two that uh, were in yellow this week. So I forgot that I was looking at all of them. Oh, oh, you were looking fact, at every single thought, one of these. Yeah, uh, I was looking at all of them. Mm-hmm. Well, no, just the ones highlighted in blue or yellow, because I felt like last week you switched it up and did a blue one. No. I don't think I did. I think I always do yellow. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Adam, numerous people were born on February 18th. uh, And we would like to say a very happy birthday to them. Uh, Happy birthday to Courtney Act, uh, the uh, drag queen from Australia. The Fat Jew. What was... I remember the Fat Jew from an HBO show. What was that? I don't remember the Fat Jew. So I, I don't know. Matt Dillon turned 58, John Travolta turned 68, and Yoko Ono turned 89. Uh, also, happy birthday to Juice Newton, who turned 70. Vanna White turned 65. <laughs> Dr. Dre turned 57. And Molly Ringwald turned 54. Anyone else that you want to uh, call out on the list there? Uh, Jillian Michaels is 48. She used to be on The Biggest Loser. Oh. Uh, Jack Palance is dead, but his birthday was February 18th, as well was George Kennedy. Anyway, to all of you, from all of us, happy birthday to you. Uh, Adam, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned on the last show that I had uh, finally opened my 3d printer that uh, I had gotten for Christmas. I finally, I think you did. You said it was a resin printer, Yeah, a resin printer. I got it set up and I believe it was, I, I was having problems printing my figurines. You said you damaged it and had to order another part, I believe. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I bought a new FEP, which it turns out that wasn't the problem. And, um, so I've just been on a crash course of learning about, uh, the 3d printers and like how to troubleshoot all these things. Now, anyway, the point is Adam, I am now successfully set up. I'm able to print miniatures of, uh, for my D and D game. Um, and like here, you can't see this cause it's very small, but there's uh, my little miniature right there. Um, oh, I, I do see to, it. Yeah. I was able to print that from my 3d printer. Uh, I haven't done anything bigger than that. I haven't done anything bigger, but I did see that, um, there is a method. You'll love this. There is a method by which I can pull uh, some graphics out of a video game that Zach plays. And then you, my friend Adam, could pull them into Blender and then make them into a 3D file for me to print. Oh, <laughs> that would involve uh, me knowing how to use Blender well enough to but this, I would, think of this. Yeah. Adam, this would be your you would you would learn. My my assignment, a, a way to learn. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you can print stuff from Blender. I, I don't know what well, type you, of file you need. I need for, an STL for, file. I need a .stl file. So it's like if you can put it out as a .stl uh, 3D file, then I can print it. Um, but, I mean, as long as it's, you know, within the space constraints of my printer. Like, I can't print, like, a huge... Right, I understand. I can't print, like, a life-size uh, Iron yeah. Man here. But it's... Uh, these... Um, figurines, like when you buy them online, they're like $20 a pop. These are customized, right? So you go to a website and you choose exactly how you want it to look, what pose you want it in, what, you know, yeah. armor and stuff like that. And then you can have them print them and mail them to you, you know, for 20 bucks. Or you can do a color version of it and that's 50 bucks. 
and uh, it's uh, but now these a, a bottle of resin, five hundred milliliter bottle of resin costs like thirteen dollars, and I can print about fifty or sixty of these from there. You should start a business. You could sell dungeons. And you could sell. Well, I guess not just D and D, but you could sell little figurines. Yeah. Uh, that means that I would be sitting here like waiting for, I mean, they, they're not fast. It takes two hours for them to, uh, to print. So well, couldn't you print multiple at one time? You can. On, yes, you can. Yeah. But so. my point is, no, I was like, when you see those people that sell those figurines online there, they have like a room full of like 50 3d printers that are all going constantly. It's like the, there's no way to speed up a, a 3d printer. So that you're, all you can do is just add more, just throw more machines at it. It's kind of like Bitcoin mining. That's right. But uh, no, I'm I'm very 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 happy with the uh, the 3D printer, Adam. I am I'm enjoying it. My my thoughts are that I'm going to keep printing these little miniatures, uh, and then I'm going to move on to painting them next. Uh, so I'll be painting them next. But um, I because they're so cheap to make, uh, I can print all of the minis for the entire campaign. So even on our campaign where we normally would have used like you know little dice or something as to, to represent mobs like i can actually print the mobs as well so it's like you know I what can, you could do what um auntie scott likes to do miniatures likes huh? to do dioramas or whatever yeah you could actually 3d print furniture and things for him i could if i knew how to use a cad program that would let me make a chair in 3d like i don't know how to do that yeah. you don't even have to you can find models of chairs online yes Sometimes for free, even. Yes. And then, so you don't even have to know how to make it. You can just bring it into a program and then, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, Cyclone is bringing it out. Thingiverse. I've looked through Thingiverse. There's some other uh, places. There's a, there's a guy on Patreon that made, has made every single monster in the monster manual. Like he's made a miniature for every single monster in the monster manual and he, they're free. You can get them from him for free. But if you join his Patreon, you get, the new ones earlier. So you get the new ones for like a month before they become free to everyone. But he's got like 6,000 D and D model designs on his site that are totally free. Like they're, they're totally absolutely free. Uh, and his lowest tier on his Patreon is $1 a month. Adam, he has 6,900 Patreon followers. So this guy making models, at the very least is making 6,000 a month. Right. But there's a $4 tier and a $10 tier, depending on whether you want to do commercial stuff or, or have access to other things. So it's like, it could be way more than $6,000 a month. That's, that was, uh, he could was, be. that was pretty smart. I wish, I wish people needed programs like little tiny programs that I could hear. I wrote this little program. Do you do a Patreon? Yeah. Well, apparently they do need little programs called Wordle that take about, you know, a, a half a day to, to write. And then, uh, you're just bitter because you haven't gotten a Bertle. No, I'm not bitter. I think he should have made that money. I think it's good. Again, I'm not talking about the guy. I'm talking about a Bertle. All right. It becomes is par to get it in four guesses. That's about average. Most people get Wordle in four or five guesses. So four is like par. That's like a okay. golf course. That's par, right? Well, apparently I was told this by Kathy Marshall. I, apparently if on a four par course, if you get it one shy of par, that's called a birdie. I don't okay, know. So I don't know three. why. Right. So in my eye, call it a birdle. When I get it in three, I call it a birdle. I've gotten, I've got it in three. I got it well, in two go. one time. Well, there you go. 
Well, look at you. So, uh, so there, smoke that. Well, don't need to. Uh, speaking of things that people make up on the internet, um, I, I had no transition to this. I was just going to throw this in as a little piece of, uh, of, of, of knowledge, Adam. Uh, I was listening to the little fatty cast and they were talking about how the inventor of the QWERTY keyboard, well, they called him the inventor of the QWERTY keyboard, uh, you know, uh, Christopher Scholes. They were talking you about mean Mr. Scholes. Yeah. They were talking yeah. about, they were talking about him and big fatty asked the question, why, why is the Quirtle, you know, who, why, why did they come up with the QWERTY keyboard? Like what, what was so special about it? And Larry Vader totally just made shit up. He's just like, well, oh yeah. So you could type faster. It's so you could type faster and you could uh, do things uh, faster because uh, that, that's how it was laid out and everything. Uh, common wisdom will tell you, Adam, that most people say that the QWERTY keyboard was designed to slow down typing because the way manual typewriters worked, if you type too fast and the letters were too close to each other, they could get stuck and then it would cause problems. So they so-called, you know, they designed this keyboard to space out the letters that you use most often so that uh, the physical mechanism to get them to the page is further away so it had more time for the print head to clear. You, uh, are you following can me? I, Adam. Yeah. Can I ask you one question? Yes. Are you really calling out him for saying stuff that he may not know about? Yes. All right, Adam. Here's, I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's not even true. That's the piece. That's the, I went and looked this up. I went and Googled uh, QWERTY keyboard. Uh According to this article, which was on the Atlantic, um, the, uh, let's see, the QWERTY keyboard explained, and it had been created to slow typists down. And this is what, this is what this person was told, right? Uh, in the olden days, mechanical typewriters could jam if people hit the keys too quickly. So they had to put the common letters far apart from each other. The modern keyboards I was told was a holdover of the mechanical age. All right. And everyone's heard that story. Everyone probably believes that story. Anyway, someone researched it. Many people researched it, apparently. Uh, the researchers tracked down the evolution of the typewriter keyboard alongside a record of its early professional users. They conclude that the mechanics of the typewriter did not influence the keyboard design. Rather, the QWERTY system emerged as a result of how the first typewriters were being used. And that has to do with the people that were using those first uh, typewriters, the beta testers, as they were, were telegraph operators. So the layout of the QWERTY keyboard had to do with how the telegraph operators wanted them laid out. Uh, for some reason, there was some telegraph reason for them to do that. So there you go, Adam. That's the QWERTY keyboard is actually not a holdover from a mechanical age of slowing things down. It's uh, even before that. It's it's from the telegraph system. I would like to say two things. First of all, I've not listened to the LFC, uh, just so everyone you knows. You proudly, proudly do not listen to the LFC. Also, we here at Mix Minus do our research before we say things. That's right. We never get um, things wrong. Unlike the LFC. That's right. Apparently. We never say things so, that are just wildly made up and completely factually untrue. We never, ever, ever do that i mean at least 50 percent of us at any don't. given i would say 100 percent of us at any given time are not making up things okay um if you'd like to send us an email and you know contest that you're, you're welcome to our email address is contact at mix minus podcast.com you can also call us on our voicemail line 70761 d-e-a-t-h uh or if, if you're not a big 
telephone user or you're overseas, you can always go to our web voicemail system, which is voicemail.mixedminuspodcast.com. Uh, is it still expensive to uh, call a U.S. number from a... I have zero idea. ...non-U.S. place? Because I feel like that's a thing of the past. I... I Zero idea. I mean, I talk to people in India, but I talk to them on teams. So I never, I never ever think about that. In fact, I think I was watching an old TV. I was watching the Gilmore girls and they were concerned about their long distance costs. And I'm like, Oh, that, that didn't last very well. Anyway, Adam, I'll be here next week. Will you? Uh, yes, I will. I will be here. This show is part of the pride 48 podcasting network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.